Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hey, dudes at Ringside Crew. This is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Alfie. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Damaku. Inside Ring. This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey, everybody. Scotland's on Brody. I like the headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dink, Brendan Dinker. This is According to Woods. Savannah Summers. I'm Shorty. Catherine Sachs. Where you are watching the internationally known. It's at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome to another episode of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther the Third, and now from the top of Metal Mountain, all the way down to all 50 states and the globe, and you're looking It's the happy heel himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside crew? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everybody? How's it going today, Joe? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um... So, what's up, Geekins? So, you want to ready to introduce the guest, Joe? Or, uh... Yes. Let's give a warm Dudes at Ringside po- podcast welcome to uh, the one of the hosts of Wrestling While Black, R3. What's up? What's going on, gentlemen? What is going on? How's Not it going? Welcome. Welcome, welcome to Dudes at Ringside. So, if our fans aren't familiar with you and your podcast, introduce yourself. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, folks, uh, my name is R3. My co-host, who's not with me today, his name is Scorpio Yogi. We are two Baltimoreans um, who are longtime wrestling fans. I've been a wrestling fan for over 25 years. He's been a wrestling fan for 30-plus years. And uh, we have a podcast that just talks about pro wrestling from a person of color's perspective. It's not what the podcast is all about, but primarily, you know, we know the history of, you know, sports entertainment or pro wrestling. So we just try to bring a point of view that people may have not uh, considered or thought about and uh, bring some humor into it and just have fun, man. That's basically what the podcast is about. Okay. So that's That's cool. cool. So 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 normally um, we ask the wrestlers who trained you. So but this is the podcast month. So like, so when did you guys start your podcast? So we started the podcast about three years ago, probably ended not too, 18, 19, so most, maybe four or five years ago. Um, as an idea, I was like, man, uh, when you, you know how you when you make a new friend that loves a certain type of band or a certain type of sport that people may not be into? And you're like, oh, you love, let's just use an example, Band of Horses, one of my favorite bands. They'll be like, oh, you like Band of Horses? Oh, I like Band of Horses. And you just become friends. And I, I made friends with him at a cafe back home in Baltimore, and he was like, yo, I love pro wrestling. And I was like, yeah, you like wrestling? And then I was like, well, I want to make a podcast with a friend that likes wrestling, and let's do it. And then um, we, you know, doing, co- you know, doing, uh, I guess COVID is when we really got it, like, really going fast. But we did it a couple times in 2018, 2019, 2021. But uh, we really put our foot on the gas in the last year and a half and really just been consistently doing it. So, yeah, it just started off with a conversation at a bakery. Um, and ended being what we are now. So yeah, that's insane, dude. You know, because you know, like me, me and Metal Geek have the same, almost like the same thing. Because like we've been friends college. since college, oh, nice. and oh, like cool. 
pretty much <laughs> almost twenty he, plus. Was it twenty plus years, Joe? Yeah, twenty almost? plus friends of being. I have to deal with all his bullcrap. <laughs> I'm the I'm the million dollar man. As I told one of the other podcasts, you don't want to get me mad. I'm I'll just geeks like the Andre the Giant. He'll just stand behind me and just nod his head, and and then I just go. <laughs> Snap my fingers and, and he's right behind him. What did you say? <laughs> he's he's the geek. He'll stand there going, Is everything okay, sir? Is everything all right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm fine. <laughs> get the corns out of my feet, Virgil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andre, get him. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, that's like us. So mm-hmm. um since we've just went flying past WrestleMania, so what did you think of Mania Weekend? Well, Mania Weekend, uh, you know, a lot of people, I don't know if you guys agree with this, uh, a lot of people are wondering what, typically, you know, I go back, you know, like I said, I, I'm an Attitude Era kid, you know what I mean? So, growing up with Stone Cold Steve Austin, Triple H's and stuff, so, you know, WrestleMania X7, X8, is like, there's a certain type of buildup that you're used to, there's a certain type of energy that you're used to when you're going into WrestleMania. So, I was really kind of like not knowing what to expect, but once we got there, Night one was, you know, absolutely amazing. I think they balanced with they balanced expectation, and they delivered entertainment. And at the end of the day, you know, all every WrestleMania is going to have its own taste and flavor. But I think it lived up to it. It was good. I was not disappointed, and I think they balanced it out. I think night one was a little bit better than night two, but overall, very entertaining. What are your guys' thoughts on it? My, my thoughts were. I absolutely loved the Cody and Seth match. That was probably the, the my favorite match of Russell, the WrestleMania weekend. Not that not the entire WrestleMania weekend, but WrestleMania itself. That was mm-hmm. probably my favorite match right there, because mm-hmm. uh, Cody uh, paying homage to his his uh, his dad Dusty at the end with the bionic elbow. That that was classic stuff right there, and that won't be man. That I absolutely loved. Actually, a lot. I might get a lot of hate for this, but I, I really thought Logan Hall, Logan Paul, looked really, really good in that match with Rey Mysterio and uh, Dominic. I, I, Especially I, as a newbie. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a newbie. But the thing is, you got to think about who he's working with. He's working with like a legend, like Rey Mysterio, and he's working with like a vet, like The Miz. So he's he's in good hands when he's working that match. So without a question, I agree with you 100. That that and the Johnny Knoxville Sami Zayn match was great as well, but overall, I think uh, what's it called Roman and and Brock stunk the bed though. Yeah, I think Roman got hurt. You know, I think I saw a shoulder. They, they were showing some photos. There, I'm not for sure, but apparently he got hurt, so probably cut short. And additionally, mm-hmm. they were trying to insert a whole bunch of like you know, Stone Cold came back out again. The Undertaker came back out again, and um, but yeah, for for if you're gonna say the greatest WrestleMania of all time, the greatest biggest match of all time, then you're gonna have to t- you know really tell a story in that ring. I think they didn't probably because of the injury they didn't get the opportunity to sell it that way to, to really do what they needed to do. It's okay, but it could have been better. I agree. Exactly. I don't think it was their best match. I I still no, believe. I still believe their best match had to be was it. 31, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. Both of those guys don't have a lot of moves like that either, anyway. So it's kind of you're gonna have to brawl, kind of tell a better story. And again, you I mean Brock Lesnar at this point is suplexes, uh, a little brawling, a little spear. So it's not a lot of it's not the move sets aren't really big. 
And um, the storytelling was that much more important if you're if if that is the case. You know what I mean? It's not going to be a a six star classic, but it you know it, it's tough when you have two gentlemen who are pretty much just powerhouses. You know? Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, the, why I like the thirty the match from thirty one is like that that match was bloody. If you remember yeah. that match, that, so that, that was telling a great story. These two guys just going at it. You know, mm-hmm. but, uh, pound for pound, right there. Two, beating two guys, each other up. Beating yeah. each other up. And that, I think that match told a great story in the 31 match. But the third, the, uh, was it 38? Did not do, yeah. do it justice right there. I like, yeah. I feel that night one was good, really good. And with NXT, like leading into before Mania, that made night one even better in a small way, if you think about good it, guys. Point. Good, that- point. good point. Yeah. Like it, it, it NXT, the, all the matches on the NXT roster, the match uh, card that night were like fire. Like mm-hmm. you couldn't find a not a good match. That ladder match, you know, it's in a funny way. They didn't have to say it, but I think that was like a little, like t- uh, subliminal tribute to 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 Ro- to, uh, to uh, Razor. If you think yeah. about it, a ladder match so close to Mania. But they didn't announce it as the Razor Ramon Memorial match. But mm-hmm. the just to have a ladder match close to WrestleMania weekend mm-hmm. has to be some kind of tribute to, to Razor Ramon. I Ball. agree. Very you subtle, know? yeah. Yeah. And I mean they couldn't do it right away because it just happened, you know, so close to Mania. So maybe next year they'll see we'll see if they could. I heard a rumor that it was supposed to happen. Like so it was going around the internet a lot that the re, the hops uh, Razor Ramon Ladder Memorial was supposed to happen, but I guess maybe they couldn't get enough wrestlers to okay it. Maybe they couldn't get any clear for like like get the artist to make something quick enough or something. But I still think that ladder match that NXT gave us was was top shelf. <laughs> yeah, that, that, uh, yeah, definitely, I agree with you. And also that kid Braun Baker, he's, he's going to be a superstar. The question Definitely. is, can WWE build multiple – like in the Attitude Era, I'm, I'm assuming you guys are just a little bit older because you do talk about like the Giant and stuff like that to me. So for me, the Attitude Era, which made it so great, is you had six or seven guys that could be at the top of the card. All Definitely. of them superstars. Whereas now it's like Roman and then everyone else. you got to build – like is Cody back? He's going to be a superstar, obviously. Bobby Lashley's just, But you're going to have to build a card of at least one to five guys at any given time could be champion. You just can't have one or two. You gotta have five to seven. I totally. I kinda I kinda thought they had that with Seth for a little while, but he kinda like faded a little bit. You know what I mean? What happened with that? Yeah. Seth I love Seth when he first beat Brock when he beat Brock and yeah. he burned it down. He was I actually prefer I know he's a great face he's a heel, he's great as a heel, but I actually kinda like him as kind of a, a edgy face. Like kind mm-hmm. of like a badass face. He's just I don't know, but maybe people got tired of it. I don't know. He, I think they really did, but then the whole thing they did wasn't it around this like right after that they did the thing with the fiend with him with the fiend and that's like, what ruined. I think that's what ruined Seth. That right which there. ruined his gimmick with the whole thing with the fiend and touching people and the the, the glove and I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing with the glove? Are you trying to make a Michael Jackson now? Like, what is this glove thing? WWE like, storytelling, man. Sometimes it gets a little wonky. <laughs> yeah, it's like you give you, you. It's like you give your kid a glass of wine. Either they're gonna be falling asleep in two seconds, or they'll be like falling all over the place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was it was it was a weird thing to fiend, and we haven't seen you know fiend or anything recently. So 
and they really put all their money on the fiend. I mean, I, th- I think if they would have continued with him, I don't know what the backstage politics are, but he was great. I mean, if you he did him kind of like a Kane type deal where he comes out, you don't have to overexpose him. But I think they overexposed him. That's what I think. Fiend is yeah. overexposed. Like like you said, like keep his matches short, like you said, right? But, yeah. Because the fiend is all about the entrance and the promos and everything like that. The the wrestling yeah. the wrestling it's like you said you keep them keep the matches short and that's it yeah three to yeah. five minutes boom 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 you're good to go and uh-huh. just build them up uh, and that tells you a lot about Undertaker we saw him go into the Hall of Fame for him to be able to change his uh, gimmick through the thirty plus years of being in the industry from the American Badass to you know to the uh, the Ministry of Darkness that's hard to do it's like uh, Nowadays, to stay relevant, even like the Chris Jericho's of the world, he's able to reinvent themselves. And the Fiend, it seems like it was it was one note. Like, how would the Fiend be able? Like, if we gave the Fiend thirty years, would the Fiend be able to do the same thing that the Undertaker was able to do in I mean, terms of changing his gimmick and being current? I, you know what I mean? I I mean I don't want to uh, intrude on it, but isn't that, isn't that kind of what Bray Wyatt? Isn't that what kind of Bray Wyatt was doing with mm-hmm. uh, the different gimmicks that he was doing? Like, first he went for the cult leader. So mm-hmm. then he went to the Firefly Funhouse, and then he went to the Fiend. You know what I mean? So he true. was evolving his gimmick. That's true. Right. It was yeah. just WWE creative. It, it it was just WWE creative. Was was um, it's, what's going on, dude? By the way, so. But anyway, it was just that WWE creative kept screwing it up for him. That's what I yeah. felt because. The fiend was white hot, like you said, but he, the, uh, but WWE kept screwing him up over and over and over. So how how was he supposed to get over? Exactly, that's true. It's tough. We have all those writers and stuff like that, and there's a lot of turnover in the organization year over year. It's tough, you know. Um, writing is important, you know. If they're gonna if they're gonna base their stuff off of writing, then maybe they. Sh- I don't know. I just don't know. I, I don't know enough behind the scenes. But yeah, writing is always seems to be. Some people is really good, and some people is really bad. So yeah, yeah, totally. Imagine, imagine being that person that wrote like you think you wrote the best script for a wrestler, and then like they cut it at the last second, and you just feel like such garbage. Like, especially you hear you hear stories about that how the writers are like, "Yo, I got these cool ideas," and they're like, "Nah, we're not going to do that." And it's like they have all these cool ideas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear the story about it? I it, I actually played it for Geek on the phone when we were before a show one day. Did you know that Xavier Woods was supposed to be Papa Shango's son? Are you serious? Yeah, I have to find the uh, video. I'll just send it to you on that page on your page. I'm glad they didn't. Because <laughs> they like they were like doing something, and he was he had the corn rolls and everything, and then they're like, "No, we're not going with this." Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad they can do that. Yeah, because WWE is kind of it's it's cartoony. That's kind of they build characters and they go from there. I'm 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 a I love all wrestling, all companies, but I, I kind of lean towards more of the AEW style, the more realism. But I I definitely love WWE because I grew up on it, and I, I I'm actually I started off with WCW back in the day, like 1995 WCW. So, um, I guess I'm I'm originally a WCW guy first, then a WWE guy. Yeah. yeah. What about yourselves? What about you guys? Um, Geek, you go first. Sorry. I'm more of the independence. I always loved the independence. Even growing up, I loved the Ring of Honors back then, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. 
So that was that was always me. At ECWs, stuff like that. Oh yeah, ECW. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm I'm like the I I feel like I'm the older I'm the uh, I'm the I'm like the uh, the older guy of the podcast. I I I prefer like the old schools like the WWFs, the WCWs, the NWAs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The glory days. Yeah, the glory days. Like I I I grew up watching going to Madison Square Garden, seeing the uh, ter- the Carrie Barnericks and see the Warlords and. Hearing Howard Finkel introduce the crowd to the garden and stuff like that, like for me, like everybody says, "Oh, go watch an old, go go watch this." I'm like, "No, no." I told the, I used to always tell the kids when I worked in Walmart, "Don't go that. Go on the network and watch some old school Survivor series. You'll get, you'll get an understanding of the past of wrestling." Or go watch some old school NWA with Dusty mm-hmm. Rhodes, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Really?" And they come back. And I watched that old Dusty Rhodes match when you faced Flair. What a match! I'm like, right? <laughs> like, like, that's true. That's true. So, are you? So, you guys are New Yorkers? Yeah, yeah New York. I, I grew up in New York. I live in Pennsylvania now. He lives. Geek Geek lives on Long Island. Yeah. Nice. So, 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 what is that like growing like being like New York wrestling fans? I, it's a wrestling town, no doubt, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Oh, New God. York is a New York's a hard town right now for wrestling. You know. New York because you got Manhattan, New York City, so that that is the mecca right there of uh, re- pro wrestling right there is New York City because you got Madison Square Garden right there. You have Hammerstein mm-hmm. Ballroom right right mm-hmm. across the street. So you got the Barclays like Center, Barclays Center, the new, the new National Coliseum or whatever they're calling it. UBS, 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 UBS Arena, and then there's so many. It's if they were to brought back WrestleMania to New York again in the future. There are so many independent wrestling promotions that you can go to in the New York area. You'd yeah. leave four. <laughs> oh, wow. You would have, yeah. we have, here we go. If you have a notepad close to you, make sure you write this stuff down. Mm-hmm. Victory Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. The New York Wrestling Connection. Mm-hmm. Outlaw. Mm-hmm. That's three so far. That's what's Long Island. Those are those are all Long Island, by the way. What's, what's the other one? What's There's the, a lot in New York City. There's, There's Hog. A, uh, Hog. What's it? Uh, House of Glory. House, House of, Glory. of Glory. That's four right mm-hmm. now. What's Catalyst, the other one? Catalyst, um, Catalyst is another one. Catalyst. My buddy runs. My buddy uh, is part owner of Catalyst. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Name <wow>. drop. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Tarjanian. That's my buddy. He's a comedian. Really yeah. hilarious guy. He's on a podcast called Man School Two Hundred Two. Absolutely hilarious, dude. He's in New York, uh, Harry Tarjanian. Um, yeah, there's also, don't you guys have uh, my buddy up there, Battle Battle Club Pro? Yep, that's another one. That's another that's one in New York City. The one they, we were watching before the uh, before the show. Cap. Creative Pro. In New York, they call in Long Island, they call it Cap. They don't even call it by the full name. They call it Cap. So it's Creative Pro. That's six. Creative Pro Wrestling. He's... <laughs> See, you come to New York for WrestleMania weekend, you're gonna have to have like the million dollar man's paycheck. <laughs> like, it's it's, it's so many, yeah, so many people things that people can do, huh? And watch, yeah, yeah. so many shows and like, oh my gosh! And but the thing is, if if WrestleMania does come back to New York, though, you have to remember that the thing is they try they try to bring the big boys over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the big like the Bring of Honor, New Japan. They'll try to bring over. You know, so oh, New York's gonna have a lot of competition. 
if uh and they and they'll try to bring in the younger wrestlers like the like the um hey harley what's up um people like the the like for my area there's a wrestler female wrestling named oh harley is gonna get the happy face adina steel which is that's, that's one of the people you should if you're ever looking for a female wrestler to interview adina steel is a rising star she's a okay cool okay i say cool yeah yeah, Adina Steele, uh, Christina Marie, those mm-hmm. two really good, really good indie wrestlers. They're they're always if you have the put Jackson two, Arrow is another one. Jackson Arrow is from mm-hmm. England. The man mm-hmm. could throw down. Oh my God, Jackson Arrow is. Yeah, Harley understands. <laughs> she got the assignment. Yeah, Jackson Arrow. If he came to America, he would blow up. The mm-hmm. man would blow up yeah oh okay yeah yeah i just think it's so dope that you guys love independent wrestling like you know at the end of the day these are the training grounds for a lot of the stars and even though that some organizations have their own systems you know whether that's the performance center or the nightmare factory it's nice to see that independent wrestling has a place to go you know what i mean and, and that we can enjoy these folks as they hone their craft and support them local businesses man you know what i mean Oh, the other two wrestlers I forgot to mention uh, that are from one of the promotions by my house, PPW, that's in Pennsylvania, Rembrandt and and Cosmic. Those two are really good, too. Ah, okay. How's the Pennsylvania indie scene? Like, the same thing? Um, I've been here for 13 years. I'm trying to get into it because, you know, I lived in New York all my life and starting this podcast. That's who that girl in the chat is, Harley. She's like, she's like one of the promotions that I go. Uh, that's by me, PPW. That's uh-huh. one that's really good. They have uh-huh. a YouTube channel. You should definitely uh-huh. check them out. Definitely um, PPW. There's PPW. There's R. I think it's R something. I have to look it up. There's one in Pittsburgh. I think it's P something. I know that. Mm-hmm. I gotta look it up. But. It's it's funny because when I first he came to I moved when I first moved to PA, mm-hmm. I went to one independent wrestling show and it was at a skating rink and it was so. The only reason the show was good is because I got a chance to meet the franchise. Ah, that's dope. Yeah, I got a chance to pose and take a picture with the franchise in the ring. And I told like, the geek, he's like, you didn't run to the ropes? I'm like, no, I don't want to get kicked out of the show. <laughs> <laughs> no! Yeah. Now, you close to Philly, are you near Pennsylvania closer to Philly or Pennsylvania closer to, like, like Harrisburg? Um, Harrisburg. Okay, okay. Because I, I know the area, Pottstown, Pottsville, all that. Yeah. I'm, I'm near uh, Stroudsburg. Yeah, I know Strasburg. Yep, yep, and yep. Near, like, closer to Strasburg area. Yeah. But yeah, um, it, it's because I went to one show that was at the DV High School. That one was another eh, show. Kind of like a lot of wrestlers I didn't ever heard of. Mm-hmm. It was the only people that I got really excited about. I got a chance to meet Lawler. And oh, I got really? Chance, yeah, I got a chance to meet Lawler. He signed like 50% of my my summer my, uh, SmackDown games. Are you serious? Yeah. He signed like like, like like I forgot like five or ten of them. He signed all the mm-hmm. covers and he got mad. And Anvil Nyhart said, "You're gonna get mad. He's actually he's you're he's letting you sign his wrestling covers. You're gonna mm-hmm. get mad about that." There's another, there's another why, why was promotion. he getting mad though? <laughs> there's a, another promotion I, in Florida that's pretty good. Sorry. <laughs> okay, I had met I had met him. Um, actually, I met Jerry the Clean Lawler. I was on a uh, flight to Memphis. Memphis, Tennessee, 
And I actually, he was on my flight, which was crazy. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, the owner of Rare Honor was on my flight. Sorry. Yeah, it was weird. He just got really, really mad. But I didn't bother him. I was just letting him sign it. And Nightheart's like, I know you didn't pay for my autograph, but can I sign that one? And I was like, yes, Mr. Nightheart. Of course, you're a legend. <laughs> I was like, take it. You can sign it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you talk to the, the Ring of Honor guy on the plane or no? No, I didn't really get to talk to him, but but I uh, I was on the same plane with him. What was his name? Joe Coff. I was on the same plane mm-hmm. as Joe Coff, and I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. The guy, I was yeah. on the way. I was on the way to WrestleMania in New Orleans. We stopped over at Baltimore, and then uh, who was on the plane with us? It was Joe Coff. Just gets on the plane. Wow, that's yeah. crazy, man. I, who else? Have I seen any other wrestlers at the airport? Um, no. Uh, you know, I saw I saw CM Punk in Miami. I went to oh, I went to I went to, to AEW uh, Rampage down in Miami, um, and I was at a rest a breakfast spot in downtown Miami, and lo and behold, a young lady I'm dating at the time, and I'm like, hey, that's CM Punk, and she's like, who's that? I'm like, that's freaking CM Punk, and I hopped up and I wanted to say something to him, but he had his headphones on, and he was walking by me. I didn't want to spook him, so I was like, nah. I'm going to just let him walk. But it was cool yeah. to see him, like, just being out and about in person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a and, deer. Don't start yeah. a deer. Let him go. Yeah, that yeah. and on the, way, on the way back, I saw mm-hmm. Samoa Joe, and then I I saw Scorpio Sky, too. On the plane? Same plane? Or you just saw him in the airport? No, no, I saw him on the security line. They were both on the security line. So I was like, wow. Samoa Joe's way too far ahead. I'm not going to jump this, you know? I'm not messing with Samoa Joe, but you'll get the Scorp- sleeper hold. I'll never, I'll, I'll never. No, but Scorpio Sky was like right in front of me, so I started talking with him. He was, he was mad cool though, you know. Why is he, he tall? Was a cool is, he, guy. is he tall guy? He, what? What's up? Is he tall? Um, yeah, he's a tall guy. Yeah, he looks. Pretty he, muscular, he's, so. he, he's mad cool though. He's mad cool, you know. That's what's up. Yeah. So he. I, he, he he took asked him for a picture and he said fine that's cool. Wow, that's good vibes, man. Yeah, he is a cool guy, Scorpio's guy. You know, it it's funny when you meet wrestlers in person, you think they're going to be total like jerks, but then you then you like vibe with them and get a chance to speak to them, and you're like, wow, they're normal really people. Like they're normal people. That's it. You know? I got a chance to meet Rico, and he <laughs> he got mad at me because I was nervous. I was like really good. That was my first time actually meeting wrestlers outside the garden, just meeting for waiting for autographs. And my hands were shaking, and he was signing in my hands, and I was my hands were like shaking. He's like, "Hold on, do you mind stop shaking your hand, please?" And I'm like, "Sorry, Mr. Rico." He's like, "Did don't call me Mr. Rico because Mr. Rico's my dad." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Okay, okay." That was the same day that Randy Orton was leaving the garden. Rico was out signing my thing. And he's being the Orton speed past all of us and he got across the street. And all of a sudden we hear Randy Orton go, get the fuck off me. What happened? Some fan grabbed his jacket or grabbed his arm or something like that. And Orton <laughs> just went crazy. <laughs> I would be terrified of any Orton yelled, get the fuck off me. <laughs> yeah. I, I I I even Rico's like, whoa, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's hilarious, dude. People are crazy. It's like man. the craziest thing ever. 
Yeah, I've seen. Um, I'm a. I'm from Baltimore, so of course the Ravens. Joe Flacco, who's from Jersey, or yeah, he's from Jersey. He's a Jersey kid, and um, I saw him at the mall once, and he, was, he had his baby and everything. I'm like, I was like freaking Joe Flacco is in the mall right now, and nobody. This is right before we made. We went to the playoffs. I told Joe. I said, Joe, I said we believe in you, bro. You're going to win a Super Bowl, and lo and behold, I don't think it's because of anything that I said to him. But he did win a Super Bowl that year, and I said, "We believe in you, Joe." And and, uh, and he just he just nodded like, "Yeah, I appreciate you saying that to me." <laughs> so you never know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like oh, yeah, another wrestler that if you ever looking for a good wrestler from the UK, Lunatrix. Yeah. Lunatrix, okay. Oh my gosh, geek. Yeah. Am I right, Lunatrix? Hey. She's the only female wrestler in her promotion in England. They're out. Outcast, outcast, okay, outcast, oh. outcast, yeah, yeah, outcast pro wrestling. They actually have a Twitch channel. They have a Twitch. Channel. Oh, nice. Yeah, and they do so get, shows. I'm oh, sorry about that. What was that? No, you good. You good. No, you, I was going to ask you a question. So you guys met in college. What did you get? What you got? What were you guys studying? Like, uh, like, um, I was doing like, uh, like, like, uh, doing college radio, right? Like, I, 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 that was one of my things I did on the the fun side, geek. Well, mm-hmm. we, I studied like uh, retail, like mm-hmm. how to work. I had to work in like a grocery store and stuff like that. How to how to work in like you know, there's certain ways to work in retail and how to. Uh, that was my major retail, like working mm-hmm. in a grocery, like retail. Like, it's hard to explain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, retail yeah. management type deal. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Okay, cool. And you guys just instantly clicked. Yeah. It, it took a while because he likes the independent wrestling and he wanted me to, he wanted to show me the first time we started hanging out. He's like, Oh, I want to watch your independent wrestling videos. And I'm he's like, Oh, me see you, you want to watch my independent wrestling. And I'm like, I'm, I was still on that. Let's watch WrestleMania. Let's watch the old SummerSlams for 91 kind of thing in my head. I'm like, what's independent wrestling. I never heard of this, this dinosaur. What is it? <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, like you can't, I came in his room. He's like, you want a soda? Sure. Let's watch ring of honor. I'm like, well, what's ring of honor. He's like, you'll mm-hmm. see. And he popped yeah. in the tape. And the first match he shows me, I think it was Punk versus Joe, right? Or was it some kind of match? What no, kind of no, no, we saw some old Joe versus Punk. Oh, what match? Did you, I can't remember the he you showed me yeah, something. It, it must have, I think it was, I think it might have been Paul London versus um versus Michael Shane. Because uh. I remember I remember you telling me a while back, you were saying, I'm a huge Shawn Michaels fan. I'm like, Shawn Michaels trained this guy. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Remember Michael Shane? Do you remember Michael Shane, Joe? Or uh, oh, I remember uh, Michael Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So back in the day, yeah, Shawn Michaels trained Michael Shane, and he was exactly like Shawn. He did the super kick. He had the same tights and everything. You know? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, he was like Shawn's size. You know? The first match me and Geek ever went to a show was a Ring of Honor show, and mm-hmm. we went to see CM Punk. Versus Samoa Joe. Wow, this was this in Philly. This was in Jersey. Jersey. In Jersey. Okay, yeah, that's dope. Okay, yeah, because Ring of Honor is a Baltimore company, so yeah, or it was. We, we'll, I don't know what they're gonna do next in terms of like yeah. location. But that's so dope. You guys got to see two great workers, arguably some of the greatest workers of all time in terms of you know, and tech technicians too, of all time. That's dope that you guys get to see that in person. How was it? Oh my gosh! Dude, that dude. entrance, Punk had that. What was it, Geek? The longest entrance ever. Mr. AFI, Mr. Crania, awesome. Gives you chills down your spine when he comes out, dude. Right? Oh wow. Okay. Super dope. Oh, I can only imagine what it was like for him in uh, 
Orlando when he came out to Miss Crania by AFI because, mm-hmm. man, you had chills on your spine when he came out to that song in mm-hmm. Jersey. I can only imagine what it was like in Orlando for the wow. nostalgia. For the nostalgia you know? And that yeah. was the same day I met Bobby the Brain Heenan. Really? How was that? Oh, my gosh. That was right around the time when he just got his jaw cancer. Was it throat cancer? Throat, yeah, throat cancer. Yeah, yeah. Throat, throat cancer, yeah. And and I always, as I, I said, I, I love playing the WWE games. And I told him, um, I was going to give him the money right after we met. And I was like, he said, well, what's your name, kid? I'm like, my name is uh, Joseph Rati. And I, I was so nervous. I, I splurted out my WWE 2K my, my SmackDown character name. My name is Kid Crazy, <laughs> Mr. Heenan. And he's like, kind of guy gets named Kid Crazy. Is your name first name Kid and the last name Crazy? Well, what was your mom thinking when she named you Kid? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, my name is Joe. And he's like, oh, okay, now I got real names now. Really, Joe. Mm-hmm. Why'd you say Kid Crazy? I'm like, oh, that's the name I always use in the, in the wrestling games. He goes, oh, yeah. Oh. What's your, what's your favorite wrestling game ever? Like, what's your version that you prefer? Oof, my favorite wrestling game of all time has to be w, uh, uh, WrestleMania 2000. No Mercy. Yeah, N64, N64? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No Mercy for me. <laughs> no Mercy has mm-hmm. to be the best game ever. You know? If we could, oh, yeah. like nowadays, if we could get a videotapes of me and Geek playing SmackDown, oh, my yeah. gosh. It would get thousands of views. Like our oh, matches. Really? Oh, my God. Our matches. See, like the new SmackDown game now, they let you do the stars in the top of the screen. We would have we would have six stars, oh, seven stars in uh in uh, Mount what's his name? Oh, what all I know is Mel- Melter, have, Melter, Melter. Now, we would have seven stars. Melters would be like seven stars for these guys. <laughs> no, actually, so- Joe, we no no offense, Joe. You say seven stars, but I think it'd be six stars because we're in New York. If it was seven stars, if it was in the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was a bloody match too. It wasn't like a regular match. It was like you normally know, everybody's matches in WWE. They're not bleeding. It's just them fighting, and their heads are red, but they don't make each other bleed. We were bloody. We looked like Shawn Michaels in that WrestleMania 20 match. We were bloody to the point that we were at the middle of the ring. We were punching each other like that. That random boom, 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 punch, 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 like everybody does. We're in the middle of the ring. By the time we punched, I'd punch him, his character would get dizzy. He'd punch me, my character would get dizzy. We were just sitting there. And then, so at one point, we both tried to push the X, and both our characters were like, like, do you still want to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what wrestlers did you guys use? Uh, we made ourselves. Oh, okay, so you used your own guys. Oh, okay. yeah, oh yeah, that's right. We, we created ourselves, and then we had all these matches, and our friends would be like, Guys, you're done yet? Come on! Yeah. Oh my God, we would. You don't even know our three. Like me and Geek would. We we would go from breakfast time, go to for breakfast, then go back to the dorm, and we would play all the way till dinner time. Same match. (laughs) Good times, man. That's super. Oh my gosh, so much fun! Like memories, man. Like the 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 SmackDowns. Geek has not got a chance to actually fully play this new SmackDown yet. He has it on his laptop, yeah. but he hasn't played it. Have you played? Oh, you have SmackDown on your laptop? Yeah, How yeah. Did you do that? It's it's a website called. Do you ever hear of Steam? Yeah, I like Steam. Yeah, so you can have it in Steam. You can do that. Yeah, yeah you can download on Steam. What type of laptop do you have? Uh, what's what's that? Asus. I got an HP. 
Huh. Yeah. And he, he paid like 20 bucks a month or something like that? No, Steam's free. What? So you, do you yeah. have to buy the – so how do you get the game then? How does that work? So you buy you buy the game off off the uh, – so Steam works two ways. You can either buy the physical, like the digital game, or you mm-hmm. could have like a subscription service and just uh, pay through the subscription service. And buy, I would do that on my laptop, no doubt. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay. Joe, do you do it on Steam too or no? Um, no, I I play on the actual system. But like mm-hmm. if if we I always joke and say me and Geek need to start another Twitch channel to wrestling with the wrestlers or have our own thing we could play against each other. We still could. We would have to yeah. set the match up and he'd put it on Twitch. Hey, if we ever want to play and you want to get Geek gets controller, let's we, we let's do a match on uh on Twitch. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Okay, nice man. Super dope. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. So, so, uh, wait. Who has been some of your favorite wrestlers growing up, and who is your current favorite wrestler? You'd say. Oh yeah, growing up, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, was my first favorite wrestler as a kid. I remember I was like five years old. I just remember saying Bam Bam Bigelow, Bam Bam Bigelow, Bam Bam Bigelow as a kid. And then uh, as I got older, let's see, Sting. And then from Sting. And The Rock, who was my fa- by far favorite during the Attitude Era. Um, and then as we get into the Ruthless Aggression, um, I love, you know, APA. You know, I mean, there's some, you know, all the ones that everyone loved, but primarily in, like individual solo guys. I'm going to say Bam Bam Bigelow, Sting, The Rock, um, and then Booker T, obviously. And then you got... Um, in the new era, let's see. Currently, John Moxley is my favorite. I just love John Moxley. I love his passion. I love his story. I love his grit. I love what he's been through, and how he's turned his life around. And he just, he just, he, I just love the way he does. He's, he's, he's the reason why I love AEW so much. And then in a WWE, at this point in time, uh, you know, I love Kofi. Um, I mean, you know, you got you got to say, you know, um, Cody Rhodes. You, you know, and Cody. So yeah. Yeah, right now in WWE, currently, like the reason I would watch would be Bianca Belair and Cody, and that's pretty much it. Cody and Bianca Belair, yeah, and uh, yeah. and Bobby Lashley. Yeah, what about you guys? Yeah, me, um, me and Joe were actually at WrestleMania when Coffee won the belt. Oh, what God. you were at Coffee Mania? Go yeah, Coffee we Mania. There. <laughs> Over there. See, yeah. like you're gonna laugh. Get the go. I don't know if it's on the dudes at ringside page. It may be on mine. Uh, Joe Panther the third page. I did a reaction to Nkopi as he won the title. It was perfect. I, you're gonna laugh. Before the pin, it was like a kick out. So I, I got, I should have kept that in the video and then added it to it. It was like one, two, oh, and then I stopped the video. My face was red because of the of the lighting, but it was hilarious. Yeah. Geeks in the video, the mods in the video. My dad's in the. My dad drops the f bomb. Wait, what do you say? Damn it! He says something. Yeah, damn it, bitch! I'm like, no, dad. <laughs> the flag, no. So, 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 so I've never been to a, a WrestleMania. What were the tickets prices like when you guys went? That's steep. You talking like five hundred? Um, well, this year, this year was five hundred, but I'm saying a couple of hundred, like you know, it was like hundred and something because it was in New York, New Jersey. So yeah. it, for us, I we got the special ticket because. We wanted to have a memory forever. I still have my ticket. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, I wow. got that fun, fancy the, the fireworks with the fireworks. Oh, that's so cool, bro! Yeah. Yep. 
I have two there, wow. but the other one flopped behind the other one. Yeah, but yeah, I, I look at cool. that too. That's that's something you can never, ever, 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 Chris Jericho style, ever, ever, <laughs> ever forget again. Like, cause that's before me. That was before dudes at ringside. That was yeah. just me and me and me and me and uh, geek before geek mm-hmm. have our memory. Like he he. He wanted to start the podcast around that time, and I was like, "Nah, man, I'm not doing the podcast." <laughs> I, I, know, I want to do a, a long, lot longer than that. Maybe like five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. And then wow. Joe, was like, Joe was Joe was though was the ones was like, yeah, right, you know what?" And uh, I started watching this podcast about toy collecting called "Yes, Have Some," mm-hmm. and I was like, "These people look like they're having lots of fun with people, each other. They make fun of each other. They joke with each other. They're best. They're really real best friends." And I'm like. You know what? I'm gonna try this. Yeah, I'll do a podcast. No doubt. no doubt. And look at you now. You guys have quite the following. You guys are just doing wonderful things. You guys reached out to me, and I thought the energy was cool. You guys just seemed like some cool dudes, and I was like, the fact that people care about like wrestling while black. Obviously, the title people hear they see black. They're like I was probably only talking about black stuff, but it's like no. I want to bring people into the you know and have that conversation with unique and interesting people. And the fact that you guys even cared to reach out and want to partner up, that means a lot, man, because I put in a lot of time and energy in trying to make the content and me and my co-hosts are trying to make the content interesting enough and intriguing enough and, you know, uh, you know that way so that people want to listen to it. And so it's so dope that you guys would can even consider us to come onto your platform. It means a lot. So thank you for inviting me on. That means a lot. No problem. Oh, no problem. Because it's podcast month and we want to help everybody get their podcast out there in the environment, man. Like, Right now, you never know. Tomorrow, somebody from England could be listening to listening to you guys and trying to follow you guys on somewhere on the social media right now. Yeah. Definitely, and, and I'm so humbled to do that, man. Because that, you know, that mm-hmm. sorry, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. go ahead, go ahead, brother. You're good. You're no, good. I cut you off. Go ahead. No, brother, I don't have nothing to say. Go ahead. No, continue. continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's just really cool just to be on your platform. Like, like you said, you never know where it'll end up. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I was just about to say that, like, you know, um, oh crap, I lost my train of thought now. But yeah, and I'm supposed to be the old man, R3. Hear this? He's supposed to be the young Marty Fly, and I'm supposed to be the bumbling, stumbling uh, Jack Brown. Well, you know, it's funny. One of the things, like, people have asked is, like, well, I'm just saying that I was just going to say that since everything is just oversaturated now, (laughs) that it's good that all the podcasts are actually working together to help us all get discovered. You know what I mean? And that's, what it's, all about. that's what it's all about. Like my thing is if one, if I, if me and geek got discovered tomorrow, we would, we, we wouldn't just do like uh Daffy duck, seeing the pearl in the clamshell with mine, mine, mine. I would say, I'm, we we're, we want this, but you guys should also talk to Wrestling While Black. You should talk to the Dirty Heels. Just start, you should talk. I would be, I would be blabbing my mouth about talk about ourselves, and then saying talk to Wrestling While Black, talk to the Dirty Heels, talk to everybody that we are in our little cocoon. According to words, Tom Clark. Talk Tom Peaches, Clark. Talk to Peaches the Peaches. Power Bombs. Talk to Peaches and I said the Peaches. Peaches and Power Bomb. Talk to talk to everybody because. We all have this little piece of this of this of this rock called podcast podcast lane, you know. Mm-hmm. Like 
we got into the we got known because of the dirty heels. Nobody mm-hmm. would have known who we were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heels brought us in. We, they came on our podcast, and then they started telling people, "Man, you should talk to the jo- dudes at Ringside. Man, they're cool dudes. They're good people." You well, know? I agree. You're really cool guys. Yeah, man. And that's the good thing about wrestling. It brings us all together. You guys are New Yorkers. I'm a Marylander. And um, we're talking pro wrestling. You know, we're from different age groups and stuff like that. And and that's the beautiful thing about wrestling. My dad has been a wrestling fan since the 1960s. You know what I mean? He he grew up with Bruno San Martino. I've seen my dad tear up talking about watching Bruno San Martino. My dad, who's a 70-year-old dude, and he doesn't get – he's a blue-collar plumber type guy. And I hmm. see my dad tear up about, like, Bruno San Martino. It made me want to go watch his matches. And I was like, yo, you're right. And, like – at this age, I mean, we're talking 40 years later, he still, like, he felt like it was so real to him, and it really touched him. Like, that's so dope. You know what I mean? You should, later on, uh, do you, do, does your dad still watch wrestling, or, like? Kind of intermittently. I think he doesn't, he's one of, I mean, he's 70, so it's, like, it's totally different than when he grew up, you know what I mean? So, yeah, he keeps in touch, but he's not, he's, he's not, like, He's he just being old dude. He just does old dude stuff. <laughs> well, ask him. Does he remember a wrestler named Jose Quinones? I'll ask him. Jose Quinones. Okay, that's my grandfather. Really? So who, who would you say is today's Bruno San Martino? I mean, uh, I guess you would say. Uh, wouldn't you say um, Roman Reigns? I guess because he holds the title so long. He's like the he's like the guy. Yeah, you I, I would say? say the same thing. Yeah, totally. I, I would say that, and I would think I know I'm going to get flack for this because I'm such a I'm New Japan guy. I say Okada. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. No, 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 Okada's a beast. I mean, I was trying to – I actually watched some New Japan, and I was like, yo, this is dope. Like, they got this one dude. He's uh, he's like – he dresses like a, like a, like a, like a, uh, like a military – paramilitary guy. He's like – I think he's Samoan or something like that. I was watching, like, the cup or something. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, beating the absolute dog crap out of somebody. Like, yo, this is – Fantastic! Oh, we're talking about Fale, right? Yeah, I think so. Like he's like he's like a like a he's like a like a vigilante type guy. Fale is really tall. He's uh, yeah. He got Fale's, really short hair, like almost like a Caesar cut, like a short cut, right? I don't remember his name. He, I just remember he was a big, tall, like Samoan type dude. Yeah, that's Fale. Fale, yeah, Fale, he's okay. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, this is hilarious. <laughs> oh, really? What you follow him, Joe, or no? I, 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 you know, it's following you follow someone and then you, their videos don't pop he's up on your though. thing anymore and you think they have follow you or they blocked you. <laughs> like, did he block? <laughs> no, but now, Fale, he's, she's the man on TikTok. Uh, cause like he doesn't say fuck him. He goes, fuck him. <laughs> Maybe that's like, why he disappeared. Maybe they blocked his account. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> you know, TikTok is you, you show something and they're like, gotta go. Shadow ban. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, TikTok, yeah. I just refuse to get TikTok. I mean, I just, I, I don't like people that dance for TikTok. I like when I throw a shoe at If I saw someone dancing in the middle of a road doing a TikTok, I would throw a shoe at <laughs> I, uh, only reason I wanted a TikTok is because I was doing my funny Ghostbusters videos, and then I started mm-hmm. to change it to dudes at ringside, and now all the promos we get from the wrestlers, they go right on TikTok. Ah, okay, okay. I, I like that. That's dope. Now, when I originally saw you, Joe, I thought you were like a firefighter. A lot of my buddies that are firefighters. They have like the that, that they have the, like the mustache that you have. Well, mustache the mustache is a family uh, family. The all the the men in my dad's on my on my dad's side. My uncle, my my both my uncles, they all have mustaches. My dad's former law enforcement, so 
the mustache comes with the, the family DNA, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Okay, and and, you, and that's that's super dope. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, long, I mean that part of me. You said Long Island. Yeah, Long Island. Yeah. Firefighters and cops up there, right? Yeah, he he worked he worked in the city. He was a city cop, so like, and I I had a smaller mustache as you can see in the logo, and I'm like. I, I forgot to shave this side, and my dad's like, you know, there's, like, the ends of your mustache are really, they're down to the bottom by your jaw now, and I'm like, oh, just slow, I'm just gonna let it grow. <laughs> Super cool. Super cool. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Anything else? Oh, you know, we no. didn't get, I, we both didn't get a chance to say, I didn't, but you said your favorite wrestler, Geek, right? Yeah. No, no, Maybe. no, I didn't. No, I didn't say it. I didn't get to say it, actually. Your turn. Yeah. Oh, you go, Joe. I cut you off. Um, My favorite wrestler growing up, I think, is everybody's. I was a fan of Hogan because, you know, mm-hmm. it's Hogan. Um, The Undertaker because he's so dark and creepy. The old, the, the Sting with the cool jacket. My favorite heel of all time, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Respect. And it's funny. I liked him when he became a face, even though I was mad as hell. He was a face now, but just to see Kurt Henning growing up and getting a chance to see a, like a man like Kurt Henning, mm-hmm. and like just to know everybody, oh, you're perfect. No, you're not. Kurt Henning's perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I used to tell mm-hmm. the kids in school, I'm perfect. No, you're not. Kurt Henning's perfect. Mr. Perfect's perfect. <laughs> no, you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so my, my favorite growing up was obviously Joe hates me for this one. There's always Triple H. Oh, okay. When it, he, was a, he was a mega heel, a great mega, mega heel. Oh, God. Joe, yeah. no, uh, he's probably one. Well, Joe's going to hate me. He's probably one of my favorite heels of all time. And Joe's. Badass, man. I used to do the water thing. We all did the water thing. Like, I did it to my sister one time. I, I, I was walking into the kitchen, had a bottle of water, and I just like <laughs> spit it up in the air. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I would be making fun of Geek if I was there if he did that like Geek. He's like, why do you like this guy so much? He's such an asshole. He's like, yeah, Mike, well. And then I pause and go, Geek, you're just like him. Wow. <laughs> I, I do a Triple H thing with soda too. Like and, and my like the house floors would be sticky. So oh, I would just man. take some ginger ale and I would just <laughs> his the mod would be so mad at him if he did that. Are you crazy? What are you doing? It, okay, now I gotta go clean it up. Gotta go mop it up now. No. <laughs> I mean, they don't make mega hills like that anymore. I think a lot of people try to be as badass as Triple H, but that dude had he 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 personified in the heat. Like he was just so yeah, I hated him so much, but then I loved him. I hated him because he was so good and he always got his way. But then at the same time, like damn, he is even the backstage politics. You hated him for that's yeah. why that's another reason why he was so good because of backstage politics. Like, oh, he married the boss's daughter. That's why he gets uh, all everything. But but it's <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah, but he's doing his job. Yeah. He's making if, the if company Kenny, money. So Oh yeah. If Kenny Omega could tap into that mega heel type mentality, I think he's gonna be a face when he comes back, to be honest. But I think if Kenny Omega can figure out a way to get become a mega heel, um, I think that would because he I mean, arguably one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Um, I figured if he can figure out a way to tap into that, you know what I mean? Not, there's not only one, there's only one way to do that. How? He has to marry Tony's daughter. <laughs> when he has a daughter, yeah. <laughs> well, MJF that's is a man. It's like, Stephanie, we're, I'm getting married again, and you're still my wife, but I'm going to get married to another woman. Just don't get mad. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I don't know, I personally like think Stephanie looks like she'd be really mad. She'd be like, 
I don't, I don't know why it sounds mean. I, I like if Stephanie, if you're watching this, please don't kill me. But she looks like she'd be a major Karen. I don't think I, so. I love Stephanie, but I don't know. It looks like she'd she'd be the type of person. I said croutons on my salad. These are mushy. These aren't cream. These aren't. <laughs> I don't know. She looks like a sweetheart, like when she does like WWE promotional stuff. But mm. I don't know. I work in retail. I don't want to deal with a Karen. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, if anybody, I have a, I have a funny story for you, but I, I, I'll tell you off the air. Um, okay. But uh, but yeah, but definitely, um, she got a sweetness to her when she she played that character really well. I mean, that's that, the whole McMahon family saga in the early, the late nineties, early two thousands was amazing. That was it's so interesting to see people who aren't actors or pro wrestlers really be able to perform at that level. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you ready to go or I have one more question and this is a good right. one. Yep. A couple more. Uh who's your favorite food? Personally, um pizza. I love pizza, man. <laughs> you can oh, really hang out with the dudes. We love pizza. Hey, I gotta come to New York and get some of that good pizza, man. Let's, oh, that's we, good. You come to good New York, pizza. let us know when you're here. If I'm on Long Island, we'll we'll find we'll bring you to a really good place that me and Geek know. Both Let's both do your it, dudes. Man. Both your dudes. Let's do it. Yeah, I love pizza. I love New York. Like style with like the cheese really dripping the oil just Oof. all oh yeah. If they have buddy. garlic sauce, like the garlic like liquid sauce, you could get yeah. it in a cup and like put it on the pizza like that. There, that's good too. Yeah, I love I love. Yeah, I would have to take a, I would have to take like a lactose intolerant pill, but I, it'd be worth it. <laughs> Jeez, oh no, we would no. have to drive with the windows on open geek. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna drop a bomb on you guys now. Yeah. No. Oh no, <laughs> oh, no. the windows are broken. <laughs> the windows yeah, are broken. Man. Um, so where could people find you in your podcast? <laughs> yeah, man. Wrestling Wild Black. We're on all major platforms. We're on Anchor. They distributed to Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Uh everywhere. So I would say primarily Apple, Spotify, and um, go to the our IG, WWB Podcast. Um, on Instagram, look it up the, the Wrestling Wild Black podcast on Instagram. So yeah, thank you guys so much for letting me come on and get to know you, cool guys. I hope to meet you in person one day too, like an indie show or something. Oh sounds, yeah, sounds good. You should definitely try to come to Long Island when they do a, a Victory Pro show. Hell yeah, man! I, I I love the energy of New York. I love New Yorkers. I think you guys are just some of the most unique people on the planet. There's a guy that I follow. He's a comedian. He's not a comedian. He 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 reviews food. His name is Cuz or. Uh, uh, He's got like uh, glasses, and he's got um, he's a, he's like a funny Italian guy. He always talks the food reviews, and he's like basically a salad, and he's and he tells all these funny jokes about like <laughs> just like food and stuff. The things call stuff coos. He's a really cool guy. It sounds like my phone when it tries to talk and says cuz coos cuz <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, he's a really cool guy, man. But again, thanks for letting me come on, gentlemen. Okay, oh, uh, sir. Um, I'm Metal Geek. I'm Joe Panther the Third, and. Three. And we will we will catch we will see you in the next one.